Brighton Talk Sex, the sex education we never had at school. You're listening to Brighton Talk Sex. Sponsored by She Said Boutique, bringing to you the finest selection of designer lingerie, burlesque fashion, adult toys, and erotica. Hi, I'm choosing to share with you today a conversation about the magical transformation and transition that the practice of jade egg blesses our lives with as women. Jade egg for me every morning is a meeting of self-devotion, of self-care, of self-listening and of self-love. It gives me that time in the morning to take a pause and to know my body, to listen deeply to who I am as a woman before I immerse myself into the day ahead. And because I take this time every morning, it means that from the start of my day, I am grounded, I'm in my body, I know myself, and I spend less time being swept away upon a breeze or torn away by the external chaos of life. I also, during this time, get a solid knowing of what I need what I need to offer myself to feel nourished and nurtured throughout the day. And so therefore the relationship of trust with with self um, develops profoundly. So I would like to give you just a little bit of information about JDEG practice. So the original Taoist jade egg set um, includes jade egg, rose quartz and obsidian. And of course there are many other crystals in the shape of eggs on the market, but personally um, all crystals have a healing quality. There is no doubt whatsoever about that. But I do feel there's a slight sales gimmick Yay, everyone's buying jade eggs so, and yoni eggs, so let's make all the crystals into egg shapes. But to respect the actual original practice, we have jade egg, rose quartz and obsidian. Back in ancient times, jade egg was taught to the concubines of the court and they were very clever back then. They realised that it was a woman's sexuality that was the power and that if they kept the women healthy and their sexuality thriving and evolving then when they made love with the emperor it would keep the emperor living longer it would um, expand his life potential And so they realised that it was how women um, 
were in their own sexuality that supported men. So this is how it began. When I am teaching JDEG, I always start with the JDEG first. And this is because it's very grounding, it's very gentle. And when using anything internally, for in, internally in our yoni for the first time, we do want something that is going to meet our wounds, whether they be physical, emotional or spiritual, in a tender manner. Now, it may be that people are drawn to obsidian first because of the knowledge that obsidian cleans up negativity. Um, not that I am a huge fan of the word negativity, so let's say unhealthy. Um, and so this may be the first stone that people intellectually are drawn towards. And I would suggest that for a first stone this is very strong because if we are holding trauma within our yoni, and this is the first stone we use, it could cause extreme overwhelm. Rose quartz is another stone that intellectually or through knowledge people will be drawn towards because this is known as the stone of love. But quartz expands what it comes up against. So therefore some wound that may actually be quite small and easy to move and flow through will feel larger than life. So when I'm sharing, I always share with others to take the gentle route with Rose um, Jadeg, sorry. There is no pattern to how that then follows after Jadeg. It really is an intuitive journey. So I would say I use Jadeg for just over two years. So there wasn't this desire in me to gallop ahead through the set. It was a real building a relationship with my JDEG. And then I intuitively knew to move on to Obsidian. And I only used that once. And it really felt like it was clearing up, mopping up the residue of the healing that the JDEG had allowed space and for and supported and held and then from there I was intuitively guided to move on to rose quartz which caused a wobble within myself because it was a stone of love and I I did go against my intuition until my intuition became very loud and I bought the rose quartz and that was such such a moment um, for me to receive in the Rose Court Stone. It was, I was truly receiving unconditional love into my yoni um, that had no, it had no agenda. It wasn't an act of sex or for an act of sex. It was purely receiving love into my yoni. And from there, um, every morning I um, show up. I show up for myself to the practice of jade egg. And that does not mean that my jade egg enters my yoni every day. 
It really truly is um, a listening and this is so important to not force something to happen because that's what we believe should be happening. So it may be that my jade egg just is with me in meditation upon my heart center. It may travel to other parts of my body or my yoni may by then invite my jade egg in and if it doesn't, I don't feel that I have not been met. I have not met myself. Um, it does not feel like that at all. It was very unpressured practice. And as I said, a very devotional practice. So I'd like to just explore with you a little um, the benefits of jade egg. The physical benefits, because of the way it's shaped, we have reflexology points inside our yoni. So where the egg rests upon, it is stimulating these reflexology points. So that is an overall physical health. Because it's touching the parts where um, we, our hormones are stimulated and created, it does support us during our menstrual cycles. And for me personally, because I can only truly share my personal experiences, it was great support during the menopause. I, during that time, it was, my yoni was receiving it in every day and um, it truly supported the hot flushes, which went away very quickly. Also physically health, because we are not, meant to be penetrated as women as much as we've been taught that um, it's about us receiving in our men with a sipping as we do with the egg um, so that our yoni has time to move around and mold herself around what is entering her whether that be an egg or whether that be our partner and because we have been taught to be penetrated and because of the constant friction-based sex, sex, our yoni walls harden and as we get older this creates pain in our sexual interactions and it can also mean that we find it hard to lubricate as we get older and definitely lubricate during menopause. So yoni egg and the way we receive it in begins to soften our yoni walls again. We are not meant to have tight vaginas, another myth that um, we are taught our vaginas are meant to be soft and supple, like our muscles in yoga, so that we can mould ourselves around our partner and for our partner to feel that they truly fit and we to feel that we truly fit them. Um, and also so that we can give birth to our babies so tight vaginas are a myth and yoni egg supports us to really know the muscles of our yoni and how we can receive the egg in and also if it is worth going through the experience of birth in the egg I believe if this was taught to um, young girls then there'd be less ripping, less tearing and a more of a conscious birthing of our babies and the yoni egg stays in until it's done. Um, and I will use my jade egg in the morning and it will stay in as long as my body 
feels it needs it. So I don't get in the way of that. Um, I have birthed my egg for the experience of birthing the egg, um, but I do not recommend that we pull our jade eggs out because any healing that has occurred within our yoni, we can imagine the trauma of pulling this stone out in a, with a cord. Um, to me, that just doesn't, doesn't make sense and is not a loving practice. So physically, as I just said, um, it's because of the reflexology points, it's because our yoni walls get to soften and it's because our muscles, we get to learn how to use them. Um, this is also quite a weight, this stone, so it does um, create an exercise for our, and strengthens our pelvic floor. Um, but that's not really the practice that I'm interested in. I'm not interested in firing ping pong balls or um, vaginal kung fu. Emotionally and spiritually, this supports us because we do hold wounds in our yoni and traumas in our yoni just as we do anywhere else in our body. We hold stress, we hold tension. Um, we may have placed hidden beliefs in our yoni around who we are as a woman, around the root of our being, around our sex, um, around our feelings towards our genitals, our mothers, our parenting, all kinds of things can be stored there. And the beauty about this is that almost feels a jade egg will come up and meet a point and we can hold that point and it simply dissolves we don't have to add a story or a dialogue to it. Um, it's a real allowing and a dissolving because when we are working with jade egg, we are using our breath to receive the egg in. Um, so there's a real surrender and a trust with the process of jade egg. Spiritually, this also takes us through seven gateways of an initiation gateways of being a woman. So the whole time it's taken us deeper and deeper into our womanhood. I also feel as women, we go through many transitions in life. You know, we go through our menstruation, our puberty, we come in to be young women, we are mothers, we are grandmothers, we have the menopause, we have when our children are born, when our children leave home, when our children go to school, all these transitions we are always going through as a woman. As a woman. And the jade egg really holds a space for that. It's held a space for me personally. I would say the greatest gift of jade egg for me has been around sexual trauma um, because the healing was I was in control of that, which was very important. This wasn't something that was being done to me. So when sexual trauma happens, it really feels like, well, of course, it is something being done to us. And often when we go into sexual trauma therapy, it can have that same feeling to it that we are reliable upon someone else for our healing and it's something that something has to be done to us for us to be fixed. Um, whereas I was in control here, I was in meeting my own healing and in control of my own healing 
and able to attend to and listen to every part of that. So it was completely authentic to myself. Yes, um, the pause and the breath there, just to really take in how how um, far just this one meeting of self-devotion and self-listening every morning has taken me. And that's another thing that very often we have this human habit of doing something for a while and then thinking, oh, I'm done now, or giving up, or getting bored, or... But I have not stopped learning or growing or expanding into who I am as a woman with JDEG. There's always some magic to be revealed, always some alchemy, some transformation. And that does not mean that um, there's this belief that the healing is never done or that we're even broken. It's just expanding more and more into our moreness and knowing ourselves more and more and all our beautiful, multifaceted ways as a woman. Because of the way we receive in the jade egg, there's not, we are not forcing the jade egg in. Um, there is a sipping that happens using our breath. So each exhale becomes a real receiving, a real allowing, which when we then take that into our sexual relationships allows us to surrender into deeper and deeper ways to our partner um, and we find that new depths of ourselves are touched and explored and known. So when we are receiving the egg in as, as well, there will also be points that will feel like pain and we're not in a hurry to receive the egg in. This is very slow. Um, attentive, tender, kind practice. We may notice that there is pain and we can just be with that until the pain dissolves. But we will also notice spots of pleasure that we can explore for ourselves too. And this noticing all these pleasure spots within our yoni and not just the ones we are known but the pleasure spots that are really unique and personal to us support us to move more into our pleasure as a woman and therefore become more of an orgasmic woman not just our physical experiences of orgasm but our orgasmic nature as a woman I feel if there was something that I truly wanted to share with, to teach women of the world and from a, a young age, from young girls coming into their womanhood, it would be jade egg 
Um, it sincerely is a a tool, a holding space. Tool doesn't feel quite right when I say that. A a holding space, a a a roomy quality of nurturing for ourselves that can hold us and teach us to hold ourselves through each day, each moment of our womanhood, however that may, may look and however that may feel and to allow us to meet that and know that and move through it with, with as much grace and as much ease and flow as obtainable. So yes, there's my conversation with Jade Egg and the alchemy, the magic of all the transitions of womanhood. You have been listening to Brighton Talk Sex. Audio hosted by Michelle Roberton. For more information, please visit brightontalksex.com.